everybody. This is Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort. And today we are in Italy as usual, uh, here at the Lord's service uh, through evangelism, discipleship, and church planting. And uh, today we uh, are talking in regards to our most recent uh, 10-day update, uh, an update that we send out by email about every 10 days to keep our ministry partners uh, involved in the ministry here, seeing what's going on, able to see photos, able to experience different parts of the ministry here in Italy, and also able to uh, pray for specific things uh, that the Lord is doing here in our midst. So, Uh, The update uh, is titled, this time, Summer Ministry. Uh, We are in uh, the summer season. It's June and July. Uh, August is the summer season here. Uh, Specifically, we're in the middle of July at the moment. And uh, summer ministry is happening. Uh, So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about uh, yeah, the photos that we shared in the particular email that went out. We'll also look at a a brief update regarding some things and prayer points. Uh, And then we'll also look, uh, I'll mention... um, a new blog post that's available that we would encourage you to check out, and a couple opportunities to get involved personally with PMC, Practical Missions Cohort. So let's go ahead and and jump in. Uh, We have an exhortation today, uh, a Bible verse uh, without any commentation, and then also uh, a quote that we want to share, something that spoke to our hearts uh, of recent. So we'll start with a quote, and it comes from uh, a man named William Booth, if I'm correct. He's the man who started... um, or was involved in starting the, um, what's it called? The, um, I can't even remember what it is now. Anyway, it doesn't really matter what it was uh, uh, or what denomination he's from or any of this. Uh, the quote in any case is valid. And uh, and there's something to be said here uh, encouraging uh, to us. And, and interestingly, uh, what we read here in this quote, what I'm about to share, also ties right into the blog post that we shared recently through the Practical Missions Cohort blog uh, for your edification. And so we would point you directly after this to that. And they kind of go well together. So in regards to ministry training and preparation and and being, as we say often, at the Lord's service in the school of Christ and at his service, uh, uh, there's there's many ways to go about getting trained. And uh, many of them are very valid, some a little less, some a little more. Uh, training is an important part of what it means to be a disciple. We are always in the school of Christ, constantly learning. Uh, some of us apply ourselves more than others to the, to the learning and growing and being discipled and discipling others. Uh, but we all need to be involved in it. And we all need to uh, fine-tune skills as witnesses of Jesus Christ uh, to be more fruitful and, and, and so on in the Lord's kingdom and for the church and in mission. Uh, but uh, here's one thing that's, that's quite interesting. He says this, Most Christians would like to send their recruits to Bible college for five years. I would like to send them to hell for five minutes. That would do more than anything else to prepare them for a lifetime of compassionate ministry. I'm going to read it one more time. Leave two comments and then we'll move on. Uh, Most Christians would like to send their recruits to Bible college for five years. I would like to send them to hell for five minutes. That would do more than anything else to prepare them for a lifetime of compassionate ministry. And we have to believe there's, there's great truth actually in that statement. If we were to set our feet, even on the edges of hell, gazing in, looking, and seeing what torment, seeing what anguish of heart, what restlessness and torture and so on is going on. What compassion we would have in our ministry, what boldness, what zeal, what willingness to do anything for the sake of the lost to, to be reached, for the gospel to be preached, uh, for souls to be saved. And and all that really is out of our hands. But as Brother Spurgeon said so well, if people are going to go to hell, if that's what they're choosing to do, 
may they have to step over our dead bodies on their way to get to hell because we are willing and desiring to do anything and everything to preach the gospel, to proclaim the truth, call men and women unto repentance and saving faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, We need to have that kind of zeal. But too often, if we're honest with ourselves, what are we? We become indifferent to the realities of hell. We become indifferent to the lostness that surrounds us. And uh, we know that well because here in Italy, uh, we believe it's plagued by an indifferent spirit. People just could care less about anything regarding the soul. But this is true all over the world. People just, we're all about fitness. We're all about diets. We're all about all kinds of things regarding our bodies and our own well-being. But nobody seems to give care and attention to their soul. Uh, It's a sad reality. But in any case, uh, ministry preparation, very important. Uh, Bible school, Bible college, seminary, very important. Great tools uh, that the Lord has given us. Not necessarily required. Uh, Good training. Most ministry and pastoral type training and missionary training can and should be happening within the church itself. Any kind of uh, formal education then, Bible college or seminary, is an added bonus, a wonderful thing that is possible today. It's not illegal. Uh, it's a bit expensive, but it's, 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 it's definitely a good, good thing. Uh, but this reality here, think about that. If you could, this guy said, it, he was bold to say, I would send them to hell rather than five years of, of college. I, they can learn the Bible uh, in a variety of ways, they can understand and, and study doctrine and, 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 and ministry and pastoral ministry and so on. In a variety of ways, this can be taught. Uh, but one thing you can only learn uh, that to have that kind of compassion, if you could gaze into hell and for just a few minutes and, and see what's going on, what uh, zeal and compassion you would gain from that to apply yourself then for a lifetime of fruitful ministry. So very, very good quote, something to ponder, something to think about today. And we pray that that would bless you to to consider your level of compassion today, your level of zeal for the lost and passion for the lost and love for the church and love for God himself and so on uh, to get out there. And then uh, as part of our exhortation today, I just want to share also from 1 Peter 2.16. We're currently going through 1 Peter over here, uh, getting ready to start a new uh, Bible study series here sermon series and uh, very very good uh, always a very encouraging book uh, uh, for me personally uh, when I read it uh, just being in the barren land of Italy and so on uh, these these verses take a whole new meaning to me uh, but anyway we read this first uh, Peter 216 live as people who are free not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil but living as servants of God Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, or we could even say just being lazy or unfruitful in the Lord's service, uh, but use that freedom to be a living servant of God, to the glory of God alone. Amen. couple updates, and uh, we'll keep it very simple today. Everyone's about their summer stuff, all kinds of different things going on, and we understand that we also have to get back out and, and get evangelizing. Uh on this update, we have a link to the second quarter newsletter. If you haven't checked it out already, please do. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes and you can check that out. Uh, uh, the audio version is also available. If you read the, or listen to the podcast, uh, you're aware that you can also listen to the, the latest newsletter there as well. There's also a link in the update here to an Italy talk uh, that we did while in the U.S. Uh, we did many of them. One of them got recorded. Uh, may or may not have been the best one. Probably not. But in any case, it's still good and, and fruitful. Uh, helpful for you to get an understanding of the realities that we deal with here in Italy and how you can get involved personally. Uh, photos. What do we have? We have a couple guys uh, baptized here. We got Agatha. We got Tommaso uh, getting baptized in the church in Portanone. Wonderful thing. As we mentioned before, though, that church in Portanone has now ceased. Uh, there was not the people in that city, uh, able to lead it and guide it and carry it forward after some missionaries left the field abruptly and so on, and uh, the body was literally scattered. Uh, but there is hope for them in the future, uh, Lord willing. 
there's a, there's a couple of other places now available where they could go. Maybe uh, not as good, but in any case, good places. And uh, and now um, <clears throat> potentially there's a core group that remains that maybe could move uh start a new church, uh, become a new church plant uh, in the near future. So we, we invite you pray for wisdom for us. A number of them have reached out to, to me personally, to us, if we can help uh, shepherd that flock, bring it forward and so on. Uh, we don't know what the Lord wills or wants in that regard at the moment, especially because our time and, and we're limited in what we can do. Let's just say that uh, because we have other commitments. Uh, but pray for those folks there. Wonderful thing. And pray for that younger, those two uh, younger folks who got baptized, made a public declaration of their faith. They chose to do what they wanted to. And uh, exciting time for them. Uh, pray for them as they they, uh, they carry on uh, walking and knowing the Lord, uh, walking with the Lord. Also, here's a photo of uh, us with a group of folks who were here last week. Uh, folks who came from the States to uh, spend a few days with us and, and check out the ministry, talk more detail, long-term involvement, what it could look like, different ways to get involved uh, for their churches, for their church planners, and so on. Uh, a fruitful kind of ministry, great conversations, and not just that, we also went out and got out uh, at least, uh, I think, a thousand tracks one morning and engaged some people, uh, personally uh, doing some, some some work And while we're talking about things. Uh, great, great folks, really enjoyed them, uh, good friendship, a lot of things in common, and uh, we're hopeful, uh, prayerful that uh, the Lord will be uh, sending them again in the future and with some other folks, and we can see some kind of uh, long-term uh commitments of sorts and, and partnership uh, to reach the Italian people, make Italian disciples and see Italian churches planted and thriving, uh, healthy and biblical churches here in this land. Uh, so pray for these wonderful folks and, and thank God together with us that they were sent and came out and, and were willing to uh, to do that. Uh, wonderful folks. So there's a picture of us all together in the piazza there. Also a picture of uh, them doing some track distribution from house to house with us. Very good. Also, then we have here a picture of Cornelius on the uh, Autostrada here in Italy. Uh, going, we're visiting a church in uh, the Vicenza area, and uh, on our way back, we're we're on the highway, and so we stopped to grab a bite to eat. And uh, Chichi got to experience being above the highway because this uh, auto grill place goes top uh, over the highway, and you can look down and see the cars and trucks flying underneath. And Chichi really loved that; he wouldn't walk away from the window for like five minutes. Great, great time. Photo of him, cute, nice. Uh, also, here is a picture of Jerry V, my wife, and Cornelius uh, while we're checking out Vicenza, walking through, seeing the city, praying for the people, and realizing this is another wonderful place we'd love to see some ministry happening one day in the future. Uh, in the meantime, we're helping to support friends of ours, friends of ours. Uh, uh, who have a church uh, for the Americans in that area at the at the base, near the base, and uh, who also desire in the long term to see Italians reached and an Italian church started there as well. Uh, so there we are in the, in the town square there. Nice photo of Cornelius and, and Jerry V. He's getting so big. It's just amazing how quick he, how quick he grows. Uh, okay, so a couple updates. Uh, the summer ministry is happening. We're distributing tracts, proclaiming the gospel from house to house as the Lord opens the door. Keep praying for our outreach. Uh, we pray uh, that the Lord give us strength, wisdom, zeal, open doors, uh, that uh, gospel conversations can be happening, the gospel can be proclaimed, lost people can be saved and brought into the kingdom and discipleship beginning after that. Uh, house to house, this has to do with people that who have already contacted us and we're now reaching out to them, going to their place uh, to begin Bible studies with them. Pray it happen and bear fruit and we see salvations and people edified in Christ in the truth. Uh, the Portononi Church, we mentioned it already. Small core group remains. Pray for those folks. Uh, that's on our list here. Uh, and pray for wisdom for us and how to, to lead them and guide them, being that we're now an hour away from there and it's not easy to make any commitments. We don't want to bite off more than we can chew uh, and then leave them in another bad situation. Uh, pray for our uh, uh, our friends in, in Udine at the Punto di Luce Church. 
they need to decide who's going to carry that church forward, who will shepherd that flock, and so on. And we at PMC, we talked about it, we prayed about it, considered all things. We're an hour and a half away from that city, uh, but we have mutual friends and partners back in the States, and uh, we do desire to see these folks uh, carry on when our missionary friends have to leave in October. Uh, we made a proposal, what we could do, we couldn't move there, but we could go Excuse me. on uh, Saturday afternoons and evenings, spend the night there, meet with people, spend time together, uh, lead worship in the morning on Sundays, preach, teach, and then uh, have lunch and fellowship, and then get ourselves back to Mestre to carry on an evening service uh, and do ministry here the rest of the week then. Uh, so that's our commitment. Uh, they need to decide, is that uh, what God has for them? Is that sufficient for them? We wouldn't be able to evangelize on a daily basis or have a presence there on a daily basis throughout the weeks. Uh, uh, but it's uh, it's what we could offer at this point. So pray for them to decide according to God's will uh, and pray for wisdom for all of us as we now prayerfully consider, talk, and, and, and decide what's best for that church and what God wants. Uh, but that's our commitment that we made to them and we love them, we care about them, and, and we do want to see it go forward. So this will kind of be like a situation with, as we read in the New Testament, we have Titus or we have Timothy and the Apostle Paul gets things going, something's happening, a body is formed, a core group, and then he says, hey, Timothy or hey Titus, I need you to stick around and and do this. Uh, either correct their teaching or continue to teach and preach, establish more disciples, get elders trained in the church, and then then you can come join me again or whatever it might be. Uh, but that's the kind of situation that it would be there. A core group already established; they're already gathering as a body for uh, I think about two years now, and uh, it would just need to be carried forward. And then uh, discipleship happening and 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 training for. Uh, pastoral leadership as the future continues and, and more men are available for that uh, as the Lord calls them. Uh, a plurality of elders would be the end goal there to see a plurality of Italian men uh, overseeing that flock into uh, the long term and then it becomes a uh, like a sister church that we have in Mestre here and we're friends and we do stuff constantly together and gathering once a month or every other month for different events and times of prayer and gathering and so on and outreach. Uh, so pray for that. And lastly, the, the U.S. churches, we invite you to pray for this as we close out. Uh, pray for our brothers and sisters who were with, uh, yeah, who were with us last week, that they would uh, seriously consider what ways the Lord would have them get involved and that the Lord would put it in their hearts to come back and they would come back and this would just be a wonderful, fruitful thing. A great blessing for the ministry here, a great, a great blessing for them personally and for their churches to be involved in a place that desperately needs the gospel. And, uh, and then pray for all those other ones who, uh, other folks we met with and talked with in the States who were moved by the realities of Italy and the situation here and the opportunities to get involved, that they would be moved to also make commitments and do something and join in on the ministry, however God uh, would lead them. So that's it. The vision trip is still uh, something we advertise, something we're really promoting and praying for. Uh, just like last week, that was a, a form of a vision trip. Uh, but you and your friends can come also, and we can do a lot of great stuff here while we talk about ministry and opportunities, and you can experience the real Italian life and, and all that that entails uh, ask a, a question ask a missionary uh, still part of the update here uh, we have a number of questions that we're now going to begin lord willing by his grace to uh, re field those questions answer those questions and then post them for the edification of uh, all of our partners whoever might be listening in or those considering missions and, and italy and so on uh, the update uh, on the blog the most recent now is uh, was one titled when gospel ministry is no longer practical but overcomplicated and uh, that's a reality uh, we humans were very good at overcomplicating things over engineering things uh, gospel ministry in the reality is quite simple very straightforward and basic the task is uh, is quite simple evangelize the lost make disciples teach them to observe all that I've commanded 
baptize them in the name of the Lord and so on <clears throat> and uh, and just continue at it but we can over engineer over complicate it and there's a great illustration there and a link to a, a blog post from somebody else uh, regarding uh, tanks from World War II uh, the German tanks which were much more powerful but far more sophisticated but they were complicated uh, took a long time if you had one wheel that was broken you had to take off all 12 just to fix one uh, the cannons had to be changed it took uh, you had to carry six different ones with you and it, they didn't do as fast so actually it was more fruitful the less engineered American tanks uh, because they were they were quicker, easier to produce, less uh, less expensive to produce, really uh, high speed maintenance and so on, and actually proved to be more fruitful. Uh, so very good analogy he uses there, uh, a way to share how the gospel ministry is very similar. We can overcomplicate it and then bear less fruit, or we can keep it simple and bear uh, and bear lots of fruit by God's grace. Uh, worth your time checking out. Uh, we found it to be very encouraging, and also a little bit about uh, Italy and our situation here in there as well. Uh, the administrator position is still available. Somebody's out there we trust, and we're praying for that. And an ESL outreach director, great opportunity for someone who likes relational ministry, gospel ministry, knows the English language well, good at teaching, and a friendly person could gather and, and oversee that particular ministry here, which can be very fruitful for the church plants uh, to uh, give a face to the, to the church, to the people, because people don't know what an evangelical church here in Italy even is. It's more of a cult in their mind. And uh, But to be able to freely give them English lessons, help them to improve their English, uh, love them, care about them, be their friend, and also give them the gospel, what they need even more, uh, great, great opportunity for somebody. So we invite you to pray for that person, whoever it is, uh, that would come and fulfill that role. And, uh, and that's it for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, until the next time, uh, at our next update or, or if we share something in between. But uh, as we close out PMC, uh, like Jesus driven to his cross, so we drive ourselves to the singular task of church planning in Italy exclusively. Take care, guys. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.